Hi, family, and welcome to Jordan's Journey Podcast, your number one resource to help you grow in life and in faith. I'm your host, Jordan Thorpe, where we talk all things your journey to becoming, becoming who God is calling you to be. So if you're ready to learn and grow along your journey, stay tuned. Hi, family, and welcome back to Jordan's Journey Podcast. We are talking with real people who have real lives, real testimonies. And of course, we have a special guest with us today. Her name is Gloria Delgado. Welcome, Gloria. How are you? I'm blessed. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Um, So how about you introduce yourself? Let us know who you are, what you do, where you're from. I'm from Maryland, and my day-to-day is basically working for a construction company. I'm in the work of HR. Oh, okay. Human resources. All right. And so when did you come to develop your own relationship with God? What happened? Take us back to that day. So I've had many, many times, but the one that sticks out the most is when I fully surrendered and gave my life to Christ for all. Like I laid down my life. I decided to just say, I'm done with it. And this was actually in 2021. Um, I I was actually in the system for 12 years, every other year. But this one time in specific, my, my relationship with my now husband was broken. He had left. I was a single mother, a single mother of three. I was addicted heavily to alcohol. um, And I did other recreational drugs. I was lost. I was broken. I was miserable. I was depressed. And I decided on this day to go to have a drink. And my world was turned upside down that night. It came, it went from having a drink to getting drunk. I don't know how everything went about, but it came to the point where I had said, okay, this is it. I'm I'm not, I don't want to live anymore. Mm. Thankfully, God intervened and I ended up getting pulled over. I had also ran from a warrant that I had for seven years. Mm. So as soon as they looked me up, they said, I'm sorry, but we're going to have to take you in. Mm. So the whole process went about, they took me in and I was waiting to be processed. Nothing would happen. I sat there for three days and then it turns out that the judge had ordered for me not to be out. They call it personal recognizance, which is PR, which they just let you out without a bond. But they had said no to me. They said, hold her. There's not, we can't put a price on her. Um, I was basically a flight risk because I had ran from that warrant for seven years. And mm-hmm. um, I stayed inside. I did the whole process. And I finally saw the judge. They said that I could come out. It was all depending on the levels, probably house arrest, probably like a bond. Um, it just wasn't looking good on my side. And they kept saying, you can be in here for three months. As I wasn't there, I was reflecting and I just, I kind of, spoke ill about God. Like, I'm your daughter. You want me in here? Like, what's the reason? But that's where 
my spirit began to seek him more like okay if this is where you want me because something new has to happen then i'm 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 here i'm surrendered i'm here i don't want to be here but if you're teaching me something then go ahead and do it and i was able to get out in 8 days i didn't have to pay a bill um i didn't even have to get out on house arrest as they had said and they let me go and fast forward um my relationship with my now husband was still in the same and it just wasn't working i ended up going back to drinking but then i sat in the car one day and i said this 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 can't be my life like this can't be my life so i began to reach out i came across a video and i said okay maybe i need deliverance from alcoholism i don't know like i just need all of this to be over i seek medical help i was even taking therapy i was willing to get heavily sedated just so i wouldn't feel this and things would change or something would happen but it i i ended up seeing something i reached out and i said okay i might need deliverance for diff- different stuff and um thankfully i ran across um which are now my spiritual parents i sent over an email and the first day that i went to that church I still remember it's December 5th of 2021. I went and I as I was driving I said God if you don't do something for me today that's it I'm not looking for you anymore. I walked inside the building, I turned the corner and I immediately felt the presence of the Holy Spirit fall on me so tangibly and I remember saying like, "Oof, this is it." And I was greeted, it was powerful. For the very first time in a service, I can say that I was fully surrendered because I had grieved the Holy Spirit many times before. I would hold back from crying, but this time I let out all the tears. I put my hands up and that's where God spoke to me basically in a sum of maybe like 7 minutes. He began to tell me my life, how it was and how he was going to restore how he was going to renew give me clarity and he told me that my life would never be the same that I would testify like I've never testified and from that day on is when I fully surrendered and I told God I'm here have your way and I was in I was in a pretty much dark space God had taken my now husband away from me from for 7 8 months because I was so I was so like my world just revolved around him that God had to remind me and bring me back to my first love because I had lost myself. Yeah. And um in those 7 to 8 months I was still going to church giving I had given everything up completely and um it was it was um it was like a consecration I like to call it. I would just cry and cry but he was right there every step of the way and months later he brought back my husband and long story short we are now married and my daughters have their mom and their father back we are both serving the lord and now i'm just submitted to him and just have letting him have his way in my life what a beautiful testimony um So you found God basically in jail. Yes. And yeah. Um 
it reminds me of the story of Joseph. When you were talking, you know, Joseph and how he was, you know, in jail for something that he didn't do, but he was there. That's where God had him, but God was still using him. Um, and so once you were released, you started going to church. Am I right? Once you were released from jail. A couple of months later, yes. Yeah, a couple months later. So was there anything like once you were released, were there any other changes that you noticed about yourself that, you know, once you were released from jail that you started implementing or new habits besides going to church? Um, I would have these moments where I would like sit and I would just think about life and it was like something inside of me would tell me, like, I'm not done. This was all for something. Um, I'm also a domestic violence survivor. And I went through that for 15 years with my husband. So you can just only see the power of God, the redemption that he has caused in our in our marriage now. Like, he has completely restored my husband. Because that was something that the Lord was working on. Like, forgiveness during that time. Like, I knew I had to forgive but I didn't know what it looked like. Like, okay, I forgive you. But it was more than that. Like I was, I was healing. God was bringing all of that back to me, but I didn't know it was that because I didn't know like of God. I didn't have that reverent fear of him. I just thought he was like, oh, like I've been to jail. He's not going to forgive me. Like even me getting out, I could never put it to say that was God, like he was going to, be, he was going to do a thing right there. Like he was already doing it. I was just like, okay, I got lucky. I'm out, you know, but now as I'm thinking back, it's just like, he was, a, he had already ordained that moment. And he, yeah. it was just, it was like a self-reflection almost like I would sit in the car. I would have these moments where I would just sit in the house and I'll, and I'll think about like my life, something that I hated to do. I couldn't do it. Mm. you couldn't think about your life you hated to do that to do like reflection yeah because I knew that um I knew that there was no way that I could be forgiven like I wasn't mm. worthy why would he choose me like it, it was it's a lot of negative words that were spoken over my life that I basically I adapted to that and so I was living to everyone else's standards and all the negative words that they ever spoke to me over my life that they would tell me on a daily basis. I just like, I believed it all. And so here it was like Gloria, the outcast, the black sheep, the one who's addicted, the one who's an alcoholic, the one who rages right. out, attitude problem, doesn't smile, convict, whatever you want. Like it was, it, mm. it was so much that it came even from the people that I truly love, like my parents. And it was hard. Yeah, to see yourself as worthy enough to even, you know, be able to accept his love and to forgive and to even view yourself, you know, see yourself, how God sees you. And, you know, that can be an attack of the enemy too, where he plants these seeds, and thoughts and labels 
you know, the labels like a convict or feeling shame or just feeling like, okay, well, why would God choose me? I'm this, I'm that. And it's, you know, that can be an attack. And so you overcome and uh, you start going to church and tell me about the process with you mentioned that you lost yourself, you know, in your marriage, um, which is very common. So how did you find yourself again? And what are some of the things you do now to make sure you don't lose yourself again? Um, so when I, when I lost myself, um, what the Lord had to do was the man that I was so deeply in love with he took him away from me. And mm. in that time I had, it was just me and God just working on me, bringing me back to what it truly meant to love myself, the agape love that he speaks about in the Bible, not the love that the world gives that one day, yeah, I'm here for you. The next day is like, when you really need someone, no one is there. Um, right. He brought me back to that and he began to teach me how to love myself because only then Will somebody be able to love me for the one, for the person that I am that God has proclaimed for me to be? Like, I am the daughter of the great I am. And so I have to hold myself and say, you are worthy to be loved, which that was something that it was really hard for me because, again, like I would just, the negative words. So now what I do is um, I keep myself in a relationship with God. And I ask him, it's a daily prayer for me to never, to always remind me, let me never forget those, those seven months that you kept me, just me and you, just me and you. Um, mm. Always remind me where you have taken me out from that even though I can be in the darkest pit and I have been in the darkest pit that you've always been there with me. That still voice that says, I love you. I'm here. And that wipes my tears always remind me of that. And it just does something to me in my spirit that when I look at myself now, I, I, I know that I'm chosen. I know that I'm worthy. I know that I'm anointed and appointed. I know that I'm not what the world labeled me as. I, I, I'm, I'm his daughter. And because I'm his daughter, I'm co-heirs to, to, to the throne. And therefore, whatever the world can say about me and trying to bring up my past, whatever it is, it doesn't bother me anymore because I found my identity in the, yeah. in my creator, the, the one who created me, he formed me in my mother's womb way before time ordained my steps called me for such a time as this. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Because here's the thing. If you don't know who you are in Christ, if you don't have an, have an identity, the world's going to give you one. Okay. And so, and a lot of times it's the wrong one. A lot of times it's not who we really are because the world um, lies in the hands of the enemy. Okay. So if you don't find your identity in Christ, of who you are as a child of God, and you will be belong to the world and the world will give you an identity. And so you have to find that. Um, and believe in it and operate out of it. 
And so this story to me sounds like from the pit to the palace, from the pit to the promise, whatever, which either or. Um, And so God removed everything so you can get realigned, realigned with him. And so what is it like on the other side? Restoration. That's just, it's not something that I would ever think of to live in. But Mm. I know that this has always been my portion. Mm. This has always been my portion. I just ran from it. I didn't choose him. He chose me. He called me back to him. And it's been one that it's, it's powerful because I even had like deliverance and I can, now I understand how bound I was like all the chains that he has freed me from. I'm just, I'm thankful. And I can truly say that if I was for the world years ago, I know now that no, like I'm all for Christ. Like I wake up every day, I lay my life down I pick up the cross and I choose to follow him because I know what he's done for me. I know that in the jail cell, in my darkest pit, he was always there for me. When every single person had left me, he was always there. And that was actually a word that I received years before that, again, I just, it just went over my head. Like those exact words came to me. Everyone has left you, but I never left you. And I heard it. I I heard it. And I just said, I don't know what that is because I didn't, I wasn't walking in the spirit. I didn't have discernment. I didn't know what that was. I didn't have any knowledge. So it's just, it's, it's a whole 360. I give all honor and glory to God. And I thank him because I shouldn't have been forgiven. This shouldn't be me. I shouldn't be here, but he turned it around. Like, what the enemy meant for evil, he turned it around for good. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And so, um, what what is restoration looking like now? Like, give us some detail as far as your your marriage is back, your children, what you're doing now. Um, if there's been any difference as far as what you're doing now. Yes. Um, so restoration basically. Um, I was in a relationship with my husband for 16 years, but we were never married. We were engaged three times. Marriage never happened until we both were baptized. We both gave our life to the Lord. So we are coming up on a year in July. Um, but it's been a three. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a 360 in my family. My daughters now serve the Lord. Um, we're all in different capacities serving in our ministry. I know what my purpose is now. And I, yeah. it's, it's, it's to tell the, the good news to everyone yeah. who would hear um, some of the things that I knew that there was something that I wanted to do with my voice. I just never knew what it was. I didn't believe in myself to have any type of potential, to be quite honest. But um, mm. I've also, you know, stepped out in faith and I've listened to he's he said, just do it. I began a podcast to be able to speak about my testimony let my testimony be known because I know that there's someone else out there that is hopeless. Like I was that thinks like, this is the end that their marriage can never be restored, that they can never get through healing, that they're just scarred. 
And I'm that voice for that person because if I got through it and he took me out of it and he did it for me and my family, he can do it for others. That's good. Um, you mentioned you had a podcast. Tell us about yes. your podcast, uh, the name, and you know what you're talking about on there. My podcast, the name of it is My Turn. And I speak, <laughs> I speak a little bit about everything, um, my testimony, how I came to Christ when I heard the voice of God, the many times that he has taken me out of the pit. Um, and again, speaking on like the domestic violence side, healing, deliverance, um, all the things that I had to go through in order to be the person now. And it doesn't end here. It's just the beginning, stepping out in faith, doing it afraid, but because he's called me to this. So, um, yeah, just sharing my testimony. And I, I know, I know that it's going to help someone and bring them to Christ because they'll find a lot of similarities. So believing in myself for who he has called me to be, that's something that was hard for me. I didn't think I, you know, I would just see it like I'm just somebody else here on earth. I don't have a purpose, but mm. now I've found my purpose. What made you name the podcast My Turn? Because it's my turn to testify. It's yeah. my turn to tell my story. It's my turn to speak. It's my turn to he like to speak on everything that has happened, my voice, give give my account because everybody has their own account of who this of who Gloria was, but they don't know where that came from. And just giving yeah. him all the glory because it is my turn to testify about the goodness of God and what he has done for me. Yeah. It's so funny because I um I posted a picture on Instagram not too long ago. Um and the caption was, this chapter of my life is called My Turn. Wow. And um, so I'm believing that just prophetically for anyone who was listening that, you know, this is just your turn to focus on you. It's your turn to focus on what God is calling you to do. Um, because a lot of times, especially as women, you know, we have relationships, we have children, and we can put ourselves on the back burner. Um, and even as far as like self-care, you know, going to get your hair done, going to get your nails done, like this is my turn to just pour into me. Um, and, you know, there there is, I believe that, you know, when you're, you can't pour from an empty cup. And th there is, I want to say, not, should I say spirituality? There is a connection, you know, self-care, yes. you know, is holy, you know, self-image, how you view yourself. That's all a part of self-care because you have to be able to view your, yourself worthy enough and deserving enough of the things that God has for you. And that takes internal work. You know, that right. is work that, you, that has to be done on the inside out um and no one can do that but you you know when That's you right. decide it's it's my turn it's my turn to focus on the things that i want to do that make me happy 
that bring me joy. And so um, where can we find your podcast? If someone's interested, where can we find you? They know more about you and your story. Um, so my podcast, of course, is my turn. My name, Gloria Delgado. It is on Spotify and Apple. Um, I also do have an Instagram that I just reopened, but it's focused all for God. It's showing you a glimpse of me now. Um, and it's my name, Gloria Delgado, and it's three underscores. Um, yeah, that's my information. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Gloria, for sharing your story. I'm sure someone will be blessed and encouraged by it. And thank you so much, family, for tuning in. We will see you all in the next podcast episode. God loves you so much, and so do I. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by this episode. For additional resources to help you grow in life and in faith along your journey, visit jordansjourneycoaching.com. Until next time, God loves you so much, and so do I. Bye.